They say there's some things that are just worth more than money. Now, you may necessarily agree with that, but there are certain things that are just valuable and more special, more important than money. And that's not to say that money is not important, because it is. On this episode, we talk about somebody who spent a lot of money, but yet they could not get that one thing that they needed the most. And for 12 years, they struggled and they suffered. And Yeah, it's that woman with the issue of blood. I sit down with my friend, my brother. Now he's, he's a relative. His name is Samuel Furaha. Samuel's currently staying with his parents in Ivory Coast. He had just finished studying in Thailand for three years for his bachelor degree. And I just moved back. And so we sat down and we catched up. And we particularly wanted to dive into this story. Hi, and welcome to The Deep Podcast, a Bible-based show to bring deliverance through real-life experiences, to bring enlightenment of biblical topics, and to evangelize the people for the kingdom of God. Our greatest desire is that you will be inspired, encouraged, and develop a love for God and His Word. the show. We are in Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. This story is about a woman who was healed by Jesus. What, what, what is going on? What is going on? So this woman, she's been suffering for years from a sickness. She was suffering from blood disease so then uh, she tried to get healing from many people but that was in vain and then finally she heard that the man could heal her and that man was jesus christ so then she was walking around trying to to find jesus and finally she got that man the the doctor of the doctors who is jesus christ so uh, jesus was was on his way to actually heal another person but then in the midst of the crowd that lady she thought in herself if only she could touch a bit of the clothes of jesus she can receive healing so then she tried and forced herself into the crowd and finally touch jesus christ and you know what happened immediately healing happened she was healed instantly healing uh she was free from her disease mm-hmm. i mean here here we're just talking about you know someone just touching a piece of cloth from jesus how 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 can we comprehend that it's just a piece of cloth after all there's nothing there's no power in the cloth yeah there, there's no power but then there's power in the faith that she actually had you know it's just, it's just something small as you mentioned like just a piece of cloth but then the meaning is just just so 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 deep which tell me that 
with a little faith that we have, we can actually achieve so many things. We can achieve great things. I'm just going to make my way to Luke. Luke chapter 8, verse 40. So it was when Jesus returned that a multitude welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And behold, there was a man named Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue, and fell down at Jesus' feet and begged him to come. So Jesus had just arrived in town. And the ruler of the synagogue, his name, we are told his name here, his name is Jairus. He came to Jesus. Why would he call what was he calling Jesus to come to his house? Uh he was actually calling Jesus because his daughter was actually sick. So then he decided to go and look for Jesus so that Jesus can heal her daughter. Mm, and, and we understand that that was his only daughter. Yes. And, um, you know, she, she was 12 years old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then now all of a sudden in verse 43 of Luke 8, it says, Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years, who had spent all her lifehood on physicians and could not be healed by any, came from behind and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her full blood stopped. Now, you got to understand that, you know, Jesus is on the way to do a miracle. He's on the way to a healing this little girl, 12 years. But now he's, inter he's interrupted. What, what, what is the scene? Now, actually what's going on is like, as you mentioned, Jairus was, I think he was actually wanting Jesus to move faster, right? And then, and then there's the, the crowd and everyone around him so in a sense just think about it like when there's a crowd the movement is actually much slower right so a distance that would take you maybe five minutes due to the crowd it might take you 20 minutes so there's one is Jairus trying to move fast but then the crowd was was around Jesus there was also his disciple and it was a very 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 slow movement that was going to the house of uh, Jairus and, and actually, uh, if you look at uh, verse 45, it can also help us to understand it much better of what's going around Jesus. So he say, and Jesus say, who touched me? When all deny it, Peter and those with him say, Master, multitude trunk and press you. And you say, who touched me? So that gives us actually an idea of what's going around, that there's a lot of people that... I believe every every two seconds or every second there was a person touching Jesus. So then Peter's like, hey, <laughs> what are you trying to say? Like, do you mean? Like, there's many people. You understand? But then here's something very important. You see, uh, in the midst of all what is going around, all the things, all the movement, Jesus could distinguish that touch of faith. That woman that put all her faith in that one touch jesus could make a difference about it and that's so profound because jesus recognized that he had been touched and that touch was not an ordinary touch um, that that touch was different and, and so god and if you're to bring that practically is that jesus knows those who are sincere and those who are not because everyone was touching jesus but there was a touch that literally made him stop and turn around. Uh, and that was a sincere, a crying out touch. Um, one that he felt within himself to say, you know what, this one is different. Uh, and, um, and when we are touched, when we touch Jesus, 
automatically you know like from the story like you're saying the issue of blood immediately stopped and she was healed and like you're saying is all that she picked up it was it was her faith it wasn't in the in the clothes but it was more of that you know if only and of course um the deserve ages page 347 says the faith that is unto salvation is not a mere intellectual accent of the truth faith and action goes together so if you look at noah he had faith in what god told him so as a result he built the ark if you look at abraham god spoke to him that he should leave the country and as a result he walked according to what god told him and this lady knew that jesus could heal her so as a result she decided to go and look for jesus and uh, just like this young lady decided to go to look for Jesus, maybe it might be the same case for us today. Maybe we are suffering from sickness or even it can be from certain addiction. This lady was seeking for health for 12 years here and there physicians, but then Jesus was the solution, right? So then we as young people, even maybe as other people, we might be seeking for solution here and there on certain addiction trying to get advice here and there but god can give us the healing right now as she gave healing to this old lady that was suffering for 12 years and the numbers of years that she was suffering from is very meaningful because um the daughter the young lady the young girl sorry that jesus was going to heal she was also 12 years and this woman was suffering from 12 years as well but then that young girl she was not sick from a very long period compared to the old lady but then she still both of them received healing at the same time so that tells us that it doesn't matter how long we've been suffering from jesus can give us healing when we go to him with faith and to the listeners brothers and sisters never give up maybe you've been praying for something for one year two years three years four years don't give up it was easy and she could have easily gave gave up after one year two years but she's like no 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 i know my condition i want to get healed so she persevered until she got that healing so do not give up maybe you've been praying for a family member for years keep on doing it encourage the person pray pray without stopping your prayers and it reminds me actually of a story of a woman that was praying for her husband to get baptized and she ended up dying and the man was still not willing to surrender totally to jesus but then the man finally decided to give his life to jesus when he was 103 years old and after that few years later he dies so please don't give up praying now this lady we are told that she had been seeking for healing um verse 43 of luke 8 tells us that you know she was trying to <laughs> to look for for healings for physicians but they could not do anything about it and it's important to 
to point out the fact that she was healed for 12 years so like every single day the one thing that was in her mind it was just healing nothing else and you can tell because you know we're told that she spent all her livelihood everything she had she spent it trying to find healing so she was de really desperate yeah she, 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 she put it her money she invested time money energy everything mm. and you must understand that like she, she was sick for years right and even going to jesus required a sacrifice of her energy you understand because she was already weak but then moving again mm. looking for jesus why would you look for jesus in the first place because jesus was mm. actually moving here and there i was like you know what i'm gonna take that risk and then look for jesus so mm. it tell me to us to a sense that sometimes See, we have to go all the way for Jesus, man, and let leave nothing behind. Because she, she, she sacrificed her energy, her and and many other things just to go to Jesus, and the result to that, she 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 got what she wanted. So the same uh, applies to us, you know. Once when mm -hmm. we want to 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 go to Jesus, there's certain things that we we have to go all the way when it comes to like things as. Uh, missionary work and many other things like you go no turning back you keep on going man yeah mm. and um as you're saying that i'm actually kind of thinking you know there's a multitude so there's a lot of people around jesus and everyone is obviously going to this ruler the synagogue's house so you can imagine there's a lot of people a lot of sick people probably and you have the disciple around and so everyone's rushing off and you know she said to herself if only i could touch his garment i'd be made well and so in an effort to try to touch jesus she had to push her way through and just literally touch him and you know just grab on him or something like that it was almost as her last hope and of course like in the jewish culture like when you are sick they they say that you 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 are sick because of something that you have done and being sick in the jewish culture that's really really is a really hard thing to to live because as you mentioned you are outcast and other people that are sick they actually live all together but then she took courage you're like you know what i'm sick but i'm gonna go to jesus anyway so which tells me that we are sick yes we are sinful yes but i'm gonna go to jesus anyway i don't care about what the crowd gonna say what they're gonna think i'm gonna go to jesus anyway so as this lady i don't care about what people around me gonna say i know i did this and that mm. but i'm gonna mm. go to jesus and, and when we're talking about yeah. the time period that she had been in this condition you know 12 years is a time that a young person grows up and they go to secondary school. Um, 12 years is the same age the daughter of the ruler of the synagogue was. Um, at 12 years, you're just kind of growing up. You're about to step into that teenagehood. Uh, so there's a lot of changes that happen. For 12 years, she's been an outcast of society. Nobody wanted to talk to her. Nobody wanted to touch her. Physicians have been trying to heal her for 12 years, spend all her money. Um, 12 years, we're talking not a short time yeah 12 years is a lot <laughs> as you mentioned a lot can be done in 12 years man now we're thinking about it now i think one time i think one time we mentioned this saying that man we have we haven't seen each other for 12 years <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 
and then like when you met to your all exactly, that different person exactly. so <laughs> <laughs> well now i i think it was 12 years right but now add one more year so 13 years that's like well that's a lot man that's a lot um the way that we wish we receive healing from our sin is firstly like accept the condition in which she we are you understand this lady she knew that she was sick yes but then she wanted to do something about it so just as this lady we know that we are sinners we know that uh, due to our sin of course we're gonna receive our punishment you see dead right but then she decided you know what let me go to jesus and receive healing so just as this lady we should go to jesus and through him we can receive healing just touching by faith and uh, you know there's there's not really like uh we won't really be able to see or there's not like when you touch jesus or you ask forgiveness for your sin there's not like a sound that come from heaven that say hey or uh, uh, your sins are forgiven no we have to receive it by faith that our sins are actually forgiven and actually actually like a very a quote from Jesus of ages we say the savior could distinguish the touch of faith from the casual contact from the careless strong you understand that that he said the savior could distinguish the touch of faith from the casual contact from the careless strong deserve ages page 344 you understand so then it tells me that you know many times we go on our knees and pray but it's only casual touch you understand many times we go to church and listen to a sermon casual touch you understand because because i believe that you can attend <laughs> what we might believe the most boring sermon ever but still receive a lot of blessing out of it but then the reason why we don't is because we go we have we we, we we attend the church casually with casual touch even just a song we can just sing for this for the sake of singing but then if you know we 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 grasp that faith that this lead that this woman had and sing with all our heart mm. we may receive the true message out of it so going to jesus not just casually mm. you should go fully because jesus as the court says he would distinguish casual touch from the touch that's not casual as young people growing up today we some of us are probably going to church some of us are just coming new in the church some of us have never been in church but for us who are maybe in the in the church and are kind of losing touch you know <laughs> ironic that we're talking about touch we're kind of losing touch with our christian experience how do we develop that how do we come to god and not just casual not just a routine but sincerity and how do we do that every day how can we experience that every day uh you, you know we have to be honest about ourselves and our condition this woman she she was honest she knew that she was sick so then what we have to do is like you know prayer reading the bible is something that's not natural in a human being like <laughs> who wakes up in the morning and baby like yeah i'm gonna right, read the bible right. no man like no like it's something that's exactly. not natural so 
so the first step about it is like hey lord like listen i <laughs> i find no desire in reading your mm-hmm. word like i find no pleasure in in in, in kneeling down and praying help me mm-hmm. lord you understand so we have to be sincere about it and then of course like the first day it might not be so sweet but it's just like any type of relationship like um the more time you spend with the person the sweeter mm-hmm. it becomes you understand the the more interesting it becomes so for sure the first day won't be nice but the more you do it the more pleasure you're going to get into mm. it yeah so that's what I, i have to say and also never give up on 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 holding mm. on no because uh, of course um and uh, and as your people there's there's many times uh, where we can backslide and 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 feel like uh, maybe god wouldn't want us anymore and we might actually mm. give up you understand mm. But then see uh I think in Proverbs he give us a very good description he was talking about the righteous man and then the wicked man you understand he say the the, the righteous man fall how many times seven, seven times. times right but then he stands he stand again cool. but the wicked man what does a wicked man do <laughs> you understand mm. so see The, the 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 characteristic of a righteous man is defined by his ability to stand up mm. not his ability to fall down right you understand wow so then like <laughs> you have to keep on going like like just think about it man like um david is described about uh to be a man according to god's own heart but dude yeah. let's let's think about what david did murderer adulterer you name it mm. but how 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 in the world is still david a man according to god's heart right it's because of his ability to stand, to stand so so this is a quick message to 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 all of us like falling down happens yes but we should stand up again and believing that God has forgiven us and of course like Satan always put that that feeling like, like I don't know if you already experienced it that yo even if you prayed you just feel like you're yeah. still you know and, and I think it's in that moment when you're your weakest in that moment that like you feel like you don't want to study the Bible you feel like you don't want to pray but then you turn up you know you wake up that early morning and you say Lord I've come I don't know what to say right now. I'm being honest. I don't, I don't even want to study. I don't I don't want to I, I, but I've come. I'm here. And then I think it's in the moments that God looks at us and he says, even in his weakest, he came. And then I think that's when God's like, you know what? I'm pleased. I'm pleased that you even came. I'll encourage you in a moment of your weakness when you come and be honest to God and you say, "Lord, I'm struggling." And it's in that moment that God looks in you and says, "You know what?" I'm actually happy that you came. I'm, I'm happy that you came. And God's going to give us the strength to get through that step.
So there was a preacher that was preaching about this story about this woman. So then I decided to to dive into the chapter talking about the, this woman that was suffering from blood issues. And then I also decided to, you know, to look at the book called Desire of Ages and study both all together. And then, you know, something that I really love and that the take home lesson out of this story is that is the fact that Jesus distinguished a casual faith and also from a touch of faith. So then for me, you know, uh, being raised in the in a Christian home, you know, um, you sometimes take for granted this whole aspect of Christianity and we perhaps even pray in a casual way. Uh, go to church just because you have to go to church do certain things just because you're gonna you have to do certain things but uh, this chapter and this woman especially told me that no 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 Sam no 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 don't just do it because you have to do it because Jesus distinguish touch a casual touch from a real touch so reading that story it was just mind-blowing for me and then it changed my whole perspective of how we have to approach jesus you know we have to approach jesus with faith and not just approaching him just because it's a routine and uh, i like to encourage everyone listening that you know we should do we should change our approach to christianity and be like no 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 more casual touch i'm gonna go to jesus hundred percent with faith nothing more than just faith so we're moving on so what does this story say about what does this story tell us about god you know um this story tells us that you know god is always in the process of healing you know he was going to heal someone but he didn't stop him of healing another mm. person understand so it tells us that god is always in the process of healing human being that's why jesus died on the cross so that all of us can receive the healing from him and uh dude, it doesn't matter about the years about how many years we've been suffering from something particular you understand it does not matter to god how long we have been suffering uh, it can be five years, two years. He can still give us healing, although we've been suffering for years. And also, he never gave up. You know, he 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 doesn't give us. It sorry doesn't give up on us. And now uh, we should we should just go to him with faith, and instantly miracles will happen. Yeah. And as you look in the text, Luke chapter eight. When we look at verse 48, the Bible actually tells us, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, something here that Jesus does over and over again, he's not just looking to heal her physically, although she came to him physically, but Jesus wanted to heal her whole being. You know, daughter, be of good cheer. That's dealing with her mental and her emotional well-being. Uh, your faith has made you well. That's dealing with her spiritual health. And also it says, go in peace. You know, the fact that she could go, physically she had been healed so god always or rather jesus when he did his miracles he focused on all of these areas um, so what does he say about us as people in relation to god 
what it tells us is that um as you know god as you mentioned god is not only interested about one aspect of us you understand he's he's also interested of all different areas which is faith mental emotional and spiritual and um he can actually give healing not just for one things but all these different aspects and uh, of course as we receive healings from him he also give us the ability you understand to be consistent in um in 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 what we are sorry he actually give us the ability to be consistent and not fall back again which is the whole job of the holy spirit that's why he actually sent the holy spirit that he may encourage us and also the the, the minister the the angels that give us that help us overcome um, a lot of you know temptation and many other things yeah how god gonna deal with us a bible verse came up in my mind which is ezekiel 36 verse 26 he said that god will give us a new heart right and he'll put the right spirit within us and he'll change our heart of stone and put instead a heart of flesh so our our human nature we are accustomed to doubting and we may think that can God really do that? You understand? Can He really change our heart? But just like this lady realized that God could heal her, we should also realize that God has the ability to change our heart. And the condition of the human heart right now is as accustomed to evil. Is um is a heart that consistently want to do what is wrong our heart is full of pride envy and many other things but god has the power to change our heart and just think about it like kids at a very young age they start lying and when you discover that what they are saying is wrong you ask them how and then you realize that they're actually lying you ask yourself like what's wrong how where did they learn that and then all what the Bible says about the human condition and then who we are lead us to the conclusion that is part of our nature to do what is wrong. But then, but then, you know what's the greatest miracles? Although we are accustomed to do what is evil, it's possible to do what is right and to walk according mm. to to. Um, the way god wants us mm. to walk to have a close relationship like enoch and that i think is the greatest miracle from doing what is evil to doing what is right and living a righteous life that's the greatest miracle so sam we've obviously been talking about the woman with the issue of blood and how she came and she said to herself if only i could touch you know his clothes i'll be made well and then she went over and she reached forward and she was made well, the Bible says it immediately. And looking at that story and what we've discussed, so you know, a lot of people are out there and they're listening. They're probably wondering, how can I touch Christ? And you know, he's not here. How can I physically do that? Um, how can I be healed? And a lot of people are crying out because they have relatives, family, 
they're not friends or they're not people that have been affected. The Bible doesn't give a name of, of that old lady. So that could be you, that could be me. That are also suffering from a disease. It, it could be health issues, um, a, a heart issue, or maybe you are suffering from sin. But let us rest assured that we can reach out to Jesus through prayer, through Bible study, we can get close to him and touch him with faith and receive the healing and it's important to note that jesus is not physically present we, we can't see him but he gave us the promise that he'll send his holy spirit the comforter to be with us so let us be assured that we can receive we can be in his presence when we ask for it and it seems that the old lady was going to Jesus but then Jesus took a road in which he would get close to that lady so you may see you may think that Jesus is actually far from you but he's actually close to you even closer than what you think maybe you have lost your job maybe you're finding difficulty in your academics but let us remember that by going to Jesus, just like this woman, we may find comfort. He can actually heal us. He can help us in every situation that we are facing. So let us trust in Jesus and not give up trusting in him. You've just heard our latest show on the Deep Podcast with your host, Ethan. Stay tuned for our next episode or jump back to a previous episode. Subscribe to our channel on iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor. You can also find us on your favorite social media platform on Instagram and Facebook at The Deep Podcast. So be sure to like, comment, and share. Until next time, this is The Deep Podcast.